and we are live. Welcome back to Afro-Conversations Podcast. I'm your host, Kish. As usual, with Kish is Kevin. And today we have a special episode for you. A very special episode. Uh, an episode that really, really, really good in our personal life, right? Yeah. An, an episode that I relate with it deep at a very deep level, yeah. Wow, wow. It's gonna be touching. It's gonna be touching, it's gonna be informative, it's gonna be inspiring to everyone who's listening. Definitely. So, before we even start, welcome to see again. Yeah, the long awaited. Did you stop talking at this year? It is like 100 days to welcome. Yeah, we thought, we thought December, October, November, mm, that's so, way too far back. Yeah, it's not like finally, it's, really long, yeah. it's a long, long way, but finally, finally we're mm-hmm. here. Yeah, so no, let me ask you, which team are you rooting for? Well, it's not even about rooting for. I know for sure Argentina is winning this thing. It's a guaranteed win. It's a I don't know, man. I think it would be unfair if Messi or Cristiano won the thing, so I'd go a different way. I'm, I'm rooting for Brazil. Brazil have won this thing like for the longest time. Yeah, which makes sense. But they won't win. Is, it's, it's Messi's time, man. I, I, I can't lie, man. I mean, the guy is good. The guys are good, actually. Yeah, good, good, good. Exactly. Do you know like, what you usually say? I love Christian, I'm a Man United fan and well I really don't have so much opinion about the interview we had. We had to speak in my last past five years. Yeah, the guy was stressed out. Yeah, yeah, like and we, we don't really understand how what is going through this human is a human being at the end of the day. Yeah. We all make mistakes and stuff. And so I wouldn't go judging him and say, you know, like um, whatever you say is wrong, you should have but probably the well I love our money. Well, you say what you have to say. Yeah. I'm not gonna judge you. Uh, I people disagree all the time. Yeah, exactly. Well, I may not so agree with whatever you say. Especially you are Christian. The guy has an ego the size of Montevarest, man. And you know, like, come on, like, how would you be you the most the good? Yeah, I was looking up his history. Most UCL goals, most World Cup goals. I don't know, the guy has probably like even in the internet, man, like the most followed personality yeah. ever. I think he's also the most paid. I get he gets paid, I think a million. Instagram post, yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 he does. Just that's imagine like Yeah, he's living the dream, man. But that also comes with a lot of pressure. As a human being, imagine like you you are the most known person in the internet, definitely. Everyone follows you, every move. Exactly. You so, say. whatever you say, it's going to be scrutinized. Whatever you don't say, it's going to be scrutinized. Exactly. If you walk up, it's going to be scrutinized. If you sleep, it's going to be scrutinized. Like, people are going to try and jump on the train uh, using your name, you know, just clouds and stuff, and then relevance and such kind of things. So, whatever you say, you say, I'm like, I have no opinion on that. But whatever the team will deal with, you know, like, it's up to them to decide. I really don't have any power. Even if yeah, I, but I, I think he did. I think he did. That's what he wanted. Yeah, that's what he wanted. 
Uh, so usually say like Christian is the greatest of all time, but Messi is a fucking god. Yeah. I don't get why people compare those two. We've never seen another Messi, but we've seen another Christian. Yeah. You can see Mbappe, you can see Haaland. That goes on machines, man. Yeah. You can see his laptop. You know, like you can compare them when it comes to those. Yeah. But Messi is just. He's just on his own. We've never seen a Messi before. We've never seen Even Maradona himself said, and I quote, watching Messi is better than sex. Man, no, Messi is a god. And you know Maradona was also that top level. Yeah, yeah, true. Very highly respected. And and, man, all these Cristiano fanatics trying to compare Cristiano to yeah, that comparison doesn't, doesn't really make sense. Yeah, and I think it started because of the long time rivalry between Real yeah, and Christian Barcelona. And Christian is supposed Yeah, and he always would try to shine wherever like he's shining. Now that's his thing. But Messi is just a fucking I mean, this is the guy just rebooted. When he started at PSG, people lost waste of money. He's not as good. All seasons rebooted, came back and fired. Right now, I think Mbappe was like three quarter of his assists to Messi alone. Wow. Messi, Messi is a god, man. And he still has goals. Wow. He still has goals. I know, man. Like, I was looking at his GA, like, goal assist situation, you know, like the goal and assist. Like, he has like 32 this season. Yeah, the guy just. Have you seen how he usually dribbles? Yeah. Way, like he, his style of play, you can't like. I mean, he doesn't wait wait for a player to go for the ball and ask for it. He, he knows, knows it for you. He knows. Like, you are the one to figure out what he was doing. It's like he knows, like you know, you're gonna be there. Like, yeah. Man, man, like Messi, that god. You know, like when the Greek mythology was like. Talking about God, I guess they missed one God, the God of football. Messi. That is Messi. <laughs> the guy is like five foot nine. Is it five nine or? Yeah, it's short. Man. Like I just five four, or five five. I don't know, but the guy is short. 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 So to be short and to be that deadly, you have to have some major talent. Man, like it's a boost to those guys who are short. Like they show, they show. Yeah, them, like actually in football, yeah. the guys who are really short are. Actually, it's good. It's good. Aguero, Modric, Wills. Well, they have this uh, guy. Well, we can call up the, almost the whole Argentinians, you know, like uh, the whole Argentinian team. Almost all the Argentinian team. Pretty direct with that shot. Ibala. Wow. They have this guy, Martinez, or Man United player. It's also pretty good, good man. Like I love, I love how you play. But yeah, Messi is a god. Yeah, so yes. I know we can talk about football the whole episode, but so who are you rooting for? Brazil. I'm, I'm Brazil all the way. I think the guys have even from the friendlies they played and how they qualified. Yeah, the guys are actually uh, yeah, they are so playing level football. Yeah, Brazil are good. That, that's for sure. That contender. But a match that would be interesting. A match I want to see. Final, uh, yeah, final between Brazil and 
Argentina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that probably I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah. Like, uh, Brazil, Argentina, no finals, man. Like I really don't think Cristiano this time has a chance. Yeah, yeah the chance to defeat him. He let him out a little bit. Yeah, but maybe I don't know. Maybe he's saving up his. I want to say mojo or whatever he are uses to shine in the World Cup. So you never know. Might surprise. I have watched Cristiano in the Euros this season. He's never off his game. If he's off, something is. <laughs> but you never know, man. He's full of surprises. But I really don't think he's gonna win this season. This one, that's for sure. That that I can bet on. I'm giving it to Messi. Messi. Argentina, I think Argentina are both best. I think their defense is strong. No. No. They need to watch that game. They are unbeaten in the five games. Yeah, but when they mix teams, you know, teams that have giants, France, each other team has like huge guys. England, France. Germany doesn't really stand. Germany as well doesn't really stand in chances. I don't know, I, I think football is much more than just mere talent. Even for Brazil, I think it would be a, a major, 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 a major challenge. Well, I don't know, but you know, like, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Brazil-Argentina kind of game this time. Right? Let's not lie to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. I think Argentina, Brazilians are in the middle of every good team in the world. Every good football yeah. team, there's yeah. a Brazilian behind the exactly. team doing great skills. Yeah. Man, like top, top, top player, man. Top, top player. Amazing. Well, that's. Yeah, I can bet. You can, can bet, man. I'm betting on Argentina, man. Yeah, I'm also going to be placing a couple of bets. Yeah. Yeah. It's Tony's type. You're going to get one. I want to tell man. Like, how would you get, like, 200? One, you know, like, uh, yeah, why would you quit after the 230 seconds? I mean, you're already included, just, just continue with it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the first one wasn't really enough, yeah. Like, 200, wow, and that is being winning. You can't bet all those times if you're not, he's a player, you know, he's a player, so that's better. He understands, go hard with his bottom goals, exactly. He understands the dynamics of how the game is going to. Yeah, who knows? Probably makes him play even better. Knowing yeah, there's some money on the line. Knowing that he, if he places a bet on himself, then he's going to win. You know, he's going to win. He's going to win. win. You know? So, uh, <laughs> I want to win. I don't know if that's smart or not, man. But he, at least he should have used someone else you know, like, um, as a sort of prop to bet. I don't know why, why would he mess up or not cover his tracks. Yes, yeah. Exactly. I mean, for so, to gamble. I'm pretty sure that people gamble up to now, but that's a great description. It's just like the Wall Street sometimes, you know, like you may cover your tracks. But yes, it's one thing. The SEC will always try and find a way to get you. No you know where they can smell the money. Yeah, like they'll figure out people who you hire to, to do your trades, all that. And like they, you know, all they have to do is find the friends you are, you are getting with. Threatening, you're going to jail. Uh-huh. You give them like a good deal if you wrap this person yeah. out, you know, like you're not gonna go to jail. That sounds like a good deal, but they usually lie. Yeah, surely there's no, 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 no,
Blasted, you're yeah. blasted, and you all lose all the right, gold, such kind of deals and kind of thing. But yeah, that's how they use the gold. That's how they use the gold. Anyway, enough with football. <laughs> yeah, enough with football. man. Like, yeah, we're gonna give you at least, hopefully, we're gonna be giving you a Yeah, yeah. how the matches are going, who yeah. scored, what exactly. happened. We're gonna do that, so just sit on tight. Yeah. Well, how how's your week been, man? Like it's the end of the week. Man, my, my week's been a bit tough, but I guess I'd say financially. I have I had I've had a couple of challenges, but I guess after the week is done, plus the World Cup might give me a way out. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I've had a tough week, but I know it's going to get better. I'm yeah, sorry, bro. It's, um, I have had a tough week as well, you know. I've even started my therapy because of that. Like, I felt like uh, my stress level uh, getting out of that. Yeah, I mean, what's the use of talking about things if you're not going to get help or do something about it? Yeah, yeah. It's good to talk, you know, like, it's good to talk, and like, for me, um, it's been tough, uh, not basically, like, financial and stuff, but for me, it's more of, uh, trying to get to the next step, you know, like, once you hit, uh, let's say, kind of a ceiling, and you're trying to break through the ceiling, it's usually frustrating, that period of time is yeah. really frustrating, because, the life you wanted, then you thought like it was good and you're there now. You, you realize you realize that's there's some something, something more. Yeah, or something you want something different. Now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you're stuck there because before you thought that was the best kind of life, but then you realize it's not. Life's just fun again. Um, you think something is good for you, you get there, you realize. It's not. It's not. Then you want something else. Uh, well, it's not usually about even. It's not. You know, like you want to get to the next level. Yeah, it's more than it's. It's. You, I want to go to the next level, and from, from at that point, I felt like I'm stagnant, and I had been stagnant. If I can be honest, I had had been stagnant. I always want to feel like I'm moving forward. You know, like I can see the progress. I can see. Okay, I've moved this point to this point but also I've always had a challenge with uh, being grateful probably from being grateful from where I've been looking back I hardly have, I usually have this problem of looking back and appreciating where I've come from yeah I, I think we are in some way we are like kids a kid you give him candy two minutes later the, the guys the guy just doesn't appreciate the effort. Uh-huh. Two minutes later, the guys almost stepping on your shoes or something, just ungrateful. Since he got whatever he wanted. Yeah, so, in a way, I think humans, I think we kind of need to keep reminding ourselves where we were yeah, exactly. so that we appreciate where we are right now. But then, don't, uh, as well, don't get stuck. Yeah, don't get, yeah that's yeah. the tricky part. Exactly. Finding the borderline, finding the line between the two things can sometimes be tricky. Yeah, I think, I think it's like 
a, a, a room full of closed packages that all look the same. And you have to go for that one specific package that's good for you and you can't open any other. Because if you do, you get stuck there. So you have to go straight to whatever you want, get what you want, then get out. But I guess it's about finding the balance that you feel like. When, when is it the right time to look back and appreciate? And when is it the time to just keep looking forward? Yeah. It's, a very, it's, a, it's a tricky science. Now for me, I, I don't know why I always find myself. The moment I hit, let's say, a level, but the next level that I want to hit, Sure, once I get there, it's, it's gonna be kind of hard looking back because I'm like, I've been there, it wasn't really that hard. And I'm, I, 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 I want to go to the next level because I feel like this is not it. It's, I don't know, but yeah, I hope to get to a point in life where I can just find a balance between looking back and really being grateful for where I've come from. And, looking forward to me getting to the next level as well. Yeah, plus it's hard to imagine something you wanted for so long, so bad, that now you actually don't need it. Yeah, you feel like you don't need it actually. Yeah. And it happens. It's just human nature. We, we can't change that. Well, we are complicated beings. So, anyway, <laughs> now to get back to the topic of the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, who's better to introduce this topic than you? Man? The man himself. The man himself, man. Well, to say the least, I've been through it all. Uh, I don't think so. still there, Yeah, and I'm yet to see to see a lot of things. So, today's... Wait, before we start, like, I remember, remember one thing, like, there's someone who once said, once, told me like I had something like the hardest parts I've not yet faced the hardest parts in life but that like always the moment I had the first time really scared me. Like yeah. you you're like what? Like it doesn't it's, get better like you know like whatever you this ain't ain't this shit like now look forward looking forward like going forward now there's more to come, like it's gonna be a bit kind of coaching question. That's why I hate the mentality of I'm glad that's over because whatever you're going through right now, that's usually not the pinnacle. I know, yeah, that's the main point. That's usually some tools that you need to get to the next point to get to, get to the, the next, next point. point. It's not yet, yeah, and the, the next point isn't the destination, but truly, there's never a destination. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess that's why spiritual people or spiritual leaders or pioneers they just decide to go off grid, just meditate and go for the spiritual enlightenment. Because it's, it's figuring out human life as a human is actually pretty hard. Well, I guess the Charles' parts, man. Despite the fact that we, we usually get to, to suffer, I feel, I still believe, you know, just we also get to reap a lot of benefits. We have a lot of benefits because there's some things like joy and happiness that, come on, you can't really compare, right? Yeah. So, 
I feel like yeah, it's a journey. It's a journey that never ends, but it's so on. Kind of a good journey if we look at it in the right angle. So let's 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 dive let's dive deep into the topic of the day. So today we are going to be talking about alcoholism, or in a better in better terms, alcohol addiction. So I know a lot of you listeners out there can relate to this. And if you if you can't, I get you have a friend, family member, yeah, a neighbor, yeah, or a close a close acquaintance or someone who's been through it or has had experience with someone who is alcoholic or addicted to alcohol. But do you realize that most people who are really um, addicted to alcohol never never That's the thing. And why is that? Well, with alcohol, I think alcohol is a, a very tricky, a tricky subject to maneuver around because, I mean, uh, you go to a club, you find someone taking two drinks, the guy is okay, that stays off, goes home. Mm-hmm. Another person takes three, uh, three drinks, four drinks, and some guy just a whole fucking bottle down or two and those are people who are they, they are social social people they go to clubs to drink so if you tell someone uh, if you tell a person who is uh, taking three drinks or four drinks you have a problem he is going to come back with i'm not a drunk someone else is drinking a whole fucking Vodka. Uh-huh. Now, now where's the line? Because here we have different kind of people who drink, right? Yeah. This this person who literally, before they go home or like they get at home, they need to get a drink. Yeah. That's day on a day. Yeah. And there's this person who every weekend they must drink, not like they party hard, like party hard. But I, I think it's now, between the two. Between the two. Actually, yeah. there, are, there are usually three types of drinking. Mm-hmm. Now, there are those people who only drink because of friends. Those people actually don't like drinking at all. Uh-huh. But when the occasion comes, they think, you know, it's time to get loose and go. Those people usually never have a problem with yeah, drinking those, those, ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those, those don't really have a problem. But yeah. You know, it's just oh, hardly they hardly even think about it. It's not something that is important. Yeah, they have to Yeah, they just do it for for the moment you know, yeah. that presents itself. For those, for those don't really have a problem. Now, for the the, the two, the, the other two. two. Now, these are people who drink daily or on a regular basis. On but a regular basis. One one kind or one group. And the people who can actually control it. So a person will drink two or maybe three, and that's enough for them. Either they are drunk, you know, there are some people who have very low tolerance. So they can take two drinks and they are good for the whole night or three. And then there are those people who get fucking hammered. A person will drink the whole fucking night and the following morning. Now, for those two, it's kind of a bit tricky because. 
the person who usually controls it, mm-hmm. as you continue drinking, the tolerance also does shift. Yeah, you know, it does usually shift. shifts. Yeah, yeah. So this person, if they are not careful, they can end up like the third party. Now, like drinking completely. But usually, there's a difference. Here, we have like group A, who they have to they, they won't drink so much, yeah. but they drink every single day, yeah. right? And we have a group B here who don't drink every day, but on the weekends, like they're going crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah. So, who's between the two groups? Who are alcoholics and who are not? Or are they both alcoholics? Different style. I think they are both alcoholics because. Now let's do the math. I drink, uh, let's say I drink, I drink every day. Let's say I drink, if I drink every day, probably I won't be drinking. I, I can't drink that much because sometimes I'll need to recharge, sometimes I'll have a hangover. So even if I drink very badly every day, I'm still no different from the guy who stays three days. You actually gather a lot of strength. So the, the minute you start standing up, you can actually go a whole night and drink the same yeah. amount of drinks I drank in those those even days. more, even more, even more because you are drinking like not just for one day because it's, it's a weekend. Yeah, not like people say it's, it's a weekend. You know. Yeah, and plus after after you, you realize those people who actually have drank for a long time, sometimes they usually all all it takes is just two shots, and that person is completely drunk. I think after some time, the, the alcohol is now becomes yeah, it's become part, part of your system. So a little bit of drink, that's it, knocks you out. And then, of course, I've seen people who, like, um, that alcoholics, to an extent, they can't even take beverages like tea. Yeah, actually, I know that for a fact. Because there was a time I was drinking, especially to drink beer in cave. Mm-hmm. It usually messes with your senses of taste. But remember, there was a time I used to, when I was, I was, I was drinking, I used to buy papers. Mm-hmm. That's because I couldn't taste the salt. Apparently, it usually wow. messes up your. Yeah. yeah, so I usually I, I used to put too wow. much salt. Wow. Such that wow. if I taste the salt, it's too much. So so that so I can balance it. Can regulate it. I used to put no papers. Ah, I didn't know. I never realized that alcohol does. Yeah, it usually messes. Yeah, usually messes with taste buds. Wow. Yeah. So alcohol, I've had quite a history with it, and I can I can say alcohol is. Any good to anyone. Before we get to the story, so what is usually the tipping point? Well, where where do what at what point now? Like is someone now considered an addict? At what point? Like what's the point that gets you know like you've gotten to this point now you are considered now like no you want you have a problem you are now an addict. I think. Alcohol becomes a problem problem when it starts interfering with your work life, especially uh-huh. your relationships. 
on just your general day-to-day life. If it starts affecting that, then you know you're in deep shit. And here's the thing. When it starts affecting your job or relationships, you won't actually even try to think that it's the alcohol that's the problem. You just start to oh. think that my boss fired me because he was an asshole or he has his own problems. You find your relationship falling apart. You just think oh, women are worthless. They just cheat on you. They just leave you. So at no particular point will you think that it's alcohol causing alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why when people start uh, down spiraling because of alcohol, they usually go down to the lowest, lowest point. That's why you usually wonder if, let's say, I'm drinking too much, I lose my job, I get another job, I lose that one. I mean, you think the guy would come to his senses, right? Uh, the thing that I say, no, you're not. That's what they probably say in the cast. Yeah, in Africa. I guess people have a lot of excuses. A lot of people will actually think they are friends or or ex-wife or someone they know is after them or some. Uh, That's some bullshit. Yeah, but people usually blame everything except alcohol. That's why even for people to recover from alcohol, it's usually a very difficult journey. Usually I think it requires some spiritual interference. Otherwise, for a person to willingly stop alcohol and do it for years, it will take a lot of willpower. And that is the willpower that we need to decide our everyday things and decisions. Now, yeah, the energy is now shifting. Yeah. So eventually, once the, the, the energy is weakened, eventually you are going to sleep up. And when you do, alcohol is literally everywhere. Wow, wow, wow. So, Tipping point comes in when you realize that it's now affecting your, your relationships. It's now affecting your work life. Yeah. It's now affecting like uh, the people around you, the people you care about. Yeah. Now that's when you can say, now okay, now this getting out of hand, you're now an alcoholic. Yeah. So it's not more how much you drink and what, but how the impact, yeah. you know, like the impact it has in your life. In your life. And whether or not you are able to tell that it's the alcohol. Of which, let's not lie to ourselves, man. Like, an alcoholic, man, it's hard for them to accept yeah. the alcoholics in the first place. Yeah, I think people underestimate the power of being an alcoholic. I mean, this thing overpowers your will to say no. And that will is very important in life. Imagine going through life not being able to say no to anything. Life would be pretty hard. It's hard, man. Probably someone would think it is, but it's not. Yeah. Who will walk all over you? Exactly. Take advantage of you? Wow. Wow. I I never realized that, you know, like it really takes a lot from someone. Yeah, and the thing is, that's why I usually tell people to stop comparing themselves with others. Although sometimes people are just prone to uh, succumb under peer pressure, but it's not healthy to compare yourself with others because you look at your friends 
they go out drinking, so we decide what the hell. No, the problem comes in. The problem comes in when like you like uh so so and so drinks, but you can see nothing is happening. Oh, yeah. You know, like so. Why are you telling me that drinking is a bad thing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so why you don't know what they're going through inside them. Yeah. Sorry, man. This actually something I've observed is the friends I used to drink with. So they are they after you start drinking together. Obviously, lives, people's lives are different, the way they live them is different. Yeah. So, the groups that after, let's say we finished school, so we used to have, we were a clique of, let's say, almost 10 guys. Yeah. So after that, the clique, I guess, down. yeah, breaks down. Mm-hmm. So there are these people who like to drink at high places, you know, bougie places, yeah. expensive drinks. They are most, yeah, most who will settle for any yeah, kind of drink. Uh-huh. So, let's let's say two times. Then, with this, this group that we have, like, let's say a split of five and five. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, with this group that can settle for any anything, mm-hmm. now someone will ruin their, yeah. right, their, their life, let's say, drink too much, lose their, their, their home, their wife, uh-huh. relationships. So, now those ones uh-huh. also break away. Because they seem like they will look at the others and think these people don't drink. They're actually making fun of us. So we are the drinkers, so we need to be drinking alone. Alone. Uh, uh, because like they can they don't share the same misery as we share. So that means also. Okay. Yeah, so and then it breaks away until finally people just meet up in clubs and drink. Yeah, but those people are strangers actually. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know going through the they just meet up, drink, people go their separate ways and like cool. Wow. Wow. But I now on that note on that note. Tell us a story now. Like how how did you start drinking? When was because okay. For me well I started Last time I drank, <laughs> guess I was five. Five years old. Yeah. Is like this this brew called Nazi. I'm I'm curious. As a kid, you're curious, right? Yeah. You you want to know everything and like do everything, just experiment everything and all that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Nazi was being transported. I don't know. There was sort of an occasion. <laughs> was sort of a family occasion and stuff. So I remember being stuck in a in a um, a that was like with the the broom. If I'm not wrong, like I vaguely remember very well. I was five. So uh, I remember just going and try and test like how is it like because like I've had of Nazi nothing they know Nazi is beer before you know and all that. So. Yeah, that, that was my first time being tested, you know, like alcohol. Um, the next time, when I was kind of grown up, when I was in high school, you know, the peer pressure and stuff. Yeah. It was easy, but the time getting to, I was getting to the 12th grade, the 12th grade, uh, access to alcohol was kind of easy. Yeah. You know, like you already know how. No, it's not even about the freedom. You already know how to access it through, like, if I go this way, 
know, I find a way to get to maybe this place and I know I'll get this, yeah, you know, and there were like adults, a young adults who really facilitated the yeah, people process. who just care about the money, not you. Yeah, they don't really care about the things now. And so, if you're listening, don't say when you have all the kids, man. Kids, man. It's not right. So, uh, in high school, by the time I was sitting for you know, like, other few shots and stuff. Uh, after oh. that, you know, like, uh, eating it in, I'm like, oh, now, now I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, just, I own my life now. I own my life. I want to drink. <laughs> and there's nothing bad about that. You know, like, there's nothing bad about trying to see how it goes. You know? But it, it becomes not so a good thing when like cheap. For me, I've never had a I've never had experience where like I was an alcoholic. I, I wasn't, I'll be honest. You know, like I never go to a point where like I'll say like, oh I was so dependent on alcohol. I have never gotten to that point. I think you are just doing uh, it to fit in or I guess when I go to campus, it became more of like, okay, I, I, I love to drink, but not like, love to drink. There's a difference, you know, like, I drink for the occasions. Yeah. You know, like, I drink for the occasion. And I want to wanna be, I want to free up, I want to just, just drink, maybe celebrate something and do that, or that kind of thing. But then I wouldn't, like, just sit down on my own and think like, oh, I need to drink. And I never go to that point. Yeah, so I guess that, that, that's a good story. So, but I've seen, you know, like, I've observed you. Yeah, you should, you should thank your guardian angels. I mean, they've always been there to tell you alcohol is not worth losing your shit over. I guess everyone has their limitations. I'll talk about mine. Episode. Now, for you, you know, like, you know, this was a problem for you, right? Yeah, like, um, you, I saw it, man, like, truly brought you to that very lowest point in life. But before you get there, how did it all start? So, like, all my stories, mine started with an uncle. Wow. Wow, wow. Like, wow. Which was actually the same uncle. The same uncle again. Like yeah, he introduces you to porn and then introduces you to alcohol. Yeah, I mean we are still in that even today, but I guess I'm. I can say I'm. I'm glad I I never got way into those two bits because they would have solved it. So anyway, uh, so he gave me well. I guess in we in our community they are Likoyo. So we have this tradition of brew, it's called Muratina. Mm-hmm. I guess even in the, the States, there are a bunch of spots where you, where you can get it. It's, I definitely don't know this. Yeah, they call it the Kenyan wine. Oh. Actually, it tastes a bit like wine, I guess. Uh, so that, that I, I actually didn't drink a lot, so I, I got a slight buzz. When was that? That was after I actually drank also again after high school. After high school, yeah. 
So after high school, that's when I, I got that drink, it was at his place. So I, I kind of liked the wine. So the next, now, the next time I, I, I really drank, which that was the very, very first time. I tasted it. Like. Yeah, I tasted Now, when I started drinking, it was actually the same room since I discovered it's quite cheap, very affordable, it's it's available everywhere. Uh-huh. So we used to get like a whole, what is it? How many gallons? I think 12 gallons of power. Oh. Yeah. A whole like, we call it a dungi, a whole full dungi. 20 liters. Yeah, 20 liters. Yeah, that's power. Oh, wow. So we get that for like, I guess, 2500. Oh, that's, 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 that's barely eighteen dollars. Yeah, so somewhere it's eighteen dollars there, there. So we get that. Then we used to there was this friend of mine who used to have he was he used to have like some abandoned house at his place. Mm-hmm. So we go there and then lock ourselves in now it's a party. Yeah, now it's a party. So we drink until the whole thing is gone. Wow, how many people? That back then was when the whole clip was together. That's so yes. like a gang of 10 or 12 people. Uh-huh. So I, I wasn't drinking that much. So I used to so go just back. initiation. Yeah. Initiated. Yeah. So, but the, the day that I got blackout drunk was with the same guys. So we went, this time round we went to drink at the place where you used to get that beer. I got so drunk. So you just decided, okay, we're not gonna check the yeah the whole yeah we're to carry it. We're not gonna carry it. We're gonna drink it from here. Yeah, the very source, Okay, and that's when I decided. You know what? I see guys taking three, four cups. I can do it too. Wow. Big mistake, man. Big, big mistake. So I don't know even how I got home. Apparently, I blacked out after I, I think twelve steps. And funny thing, there was a river that we were crossing. I thank God, actually, I don't know how I crossed it. And it's these rivers where there are these, you know, these metal bridges, the metal pipes. I don't know how I crossed that bridge, but I think God just was with me. Then I, I blacked out. At some point, I, I fell into manure. I mean, the following morning, I woke up, I had pukes. Then I was smelling like manure. I think I had fallen a bunch of times, so I had like bruises. And here was the funny part, we were all laughing about it. Now, telling each other it's like it's a joke. Yeah. It's, it's something funny. So that's it why I think disgusting. I, yeah. This is the life. This is the kind of life I should be living. Oh, man, that's disgusting. Yeah, so and then after that, it all took off. So now with the same friends, they used to. Sometimes I, I usually, I used to. Just avoid them, then they just call me up, tell me if you don't have any money, don't worry, I'll take care of you. And before you get to that addiction point, definitely, once you're being initiated, yeah. you, people usually offer to just. They just offer to you straight, they tell you, don't worry. The problem. Yeah. You, they'll offer you. Yeah. Until it becomes a problem, they're not there anymore. Yeah. Now they tell you it's your alcohol, you like to drink, it's your problem. So, Kind of took off, so that's where I got to know these different spots in this in our place. Started going into some very fishy spots just to drink at 
some points I met with my dad at the place where he was drinking. I don't know what I was thinking. So it got pretty ugly pretty fast. Got, got awkward quickly, very quickly. My dad was pretty, pretty, pretty pissed. Uh, yeah, so, but I thank God that I finally, it finally came to an end. I think either my mom or someone close to me really prayed to God. And I'd say the way I came to quit, it's sort of a miracle. I can't explain it now before we get to quitting. At what point did you now become, did you now get to that tipping point where you would consider yourself like now I'm an alcoholic? Looking back now, looking back. You know my history. I've always been a good guy, so I'm. Even when I was drinking, I always knew this is bad for me, this is not the kind of life I want. And I knew I was different than the other guys because those guys really didn't care get drunk, go beat someone up. I usually, I'm the kind of person who usually, I get drunk, go home, that's it. So I knew I was different. But you've known me for a long time, so you, you've known I've tried, really tried to stop. So I stopped for three months, then I'm, I'd find myself relapsing, then I'd start again, go for like six months, then I'd relapse again. So it's been quite a journey. I can't explain how I, I've relapsed like I think, is it three or four times? Yeah. And the funny thing is every time I'd say I will not drink again, I mean, I meant it. But then after some time there was again. And, and what was getting you back, back and back again? Alcohol is just funny. And I wasn't an addict, remember? I wasn't like addicted with like after some time I'd feel uncomfortable. No. It was sometimes I'd just be like at the office, just start feeling good. You know, those days when it's, a lot of people usually say I started drinking because of stress. For me, I guess there are some, some some stress situations, but most of them were the times I was hyped, I, I was feeling good. So, so it was your brain just like trying to twist. Yeah, the oh, brain is actually here. Like, you don't stress. Let me just show you how you can drink this. Thing. Yeah. Let me get you happy now. If, if you are happy, go and drink. Yeah. Okay, so let me. I'll work, get you. Yeah, I work like the opposite, and then that would be it. So I get pretty hyped. So I'm all in the office working, feeling good, then I, I think, well, this is a great day. How about a drink? I mean, I've, I've been sober for what, six months, three months? I mean, one drink couldn't hurt. I think yeah. right now I'm, it's under control. And it's, it will start with like one beer, and uh -huh. that will be it. Maybe sometimes say, let's say I'm going to do some activity that's boring, so I decide. One beer to get yeah, you arriving, yeah. Then, but then you, didn't realize, you, didn't, you didn't realize that you're now an addict because the moment you try and use like alcohol to boost you up, to boost your mood, then you just need to understand there's something now wrong now. You, you're on another scale. Yeah, but that's the thing. 
you know something is wrong, but you're okay with it. That's the funny part. You're okay with it. Actually, you embrace it. That's why when you listen to alcoholics talking about talking, talking to each other, these guys make hopelessness sound like the best thing in life. Yeah, I mean, you hear two guys saying that, I don't know, my wife left me, she took everything, she took my kids, but fuck everything. And the guy will laugh about it, but yeah, that's not anything funny. These are lives of people you've destroyed because of alcohol. It doesn't make sense. And they're just feeling crap inside. Yeah, they realize that they, they can't be. They would love to be more than who they are, but they feel like they're trapped. Yeah, now, but they, that's the thing, they can't show it. So they what they to want to show is, I love this life. Well, it is fun. The real truth is, it's really not Yeah, true. very miserable. Oh. Oh, so, so Actually, trust me, there's no alcoholic out there who drinks and the following morning, if it's the following morning or, or while you're drunk, Two days later, but you are going to regret it. You are going to be thinking, why did I go drinking? Because sometimes you spend too much money, or you do something shitty, you say something you regret. So let no one ever lie to you that they drink, they go have fun, they party, and they don't regret it. Everyone does. Mm, like alcoholics, do you know? Like for me, okay, I can be honest. Like when I would like go party just for the fun of it. After that, I wouldn't really feel any, any guilt, but I guess you're talking from... You know, yeah, like I'm talking from a point of view of someone who's, who's not out, sure. yeah. yeah. He knows that he would like to stop, but he can't. And that's the thing. You think you... How do I put this? Because they can't, but what they tell themselves is, I can stop if I want to, but... I don't want to. Oh. So they can't say I can't do. I don't like, want to. Yeah, it's like I, I have a choice. Yeah, thing. Like, but in real sense, they don't have a choice. Wow. So that's the whole point about addiction the fact that you think you have a choice, but yeah, you, you really don't. don't. And that's what keeps keeping most people there. Yeah. They tell you, like, you know, I, I, for me, just can't wake up. Yeah, and yeah. the people will go to the extent of proving it. I mean, they tell you, let's make a bed. I'll go the whole week without a drink. And then they they show it. Yeah, then we're gonna stay for a whole week. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Tell the person to actually voluntarily do it for themselves. They can't. They tell you, no, I want, I want to. No, like, I want to. So alcohol is very tricky. Especially because if you want to stop alcohol, you first have to admit that you can't by yourself. So and that's, that's, that's where most people really, really, really don't get to, to that yeah. point. Like, yeah, people never like admitting they can't stop. You know, like, no, I'm an alcoholic, I can't do it on my own, and I need to stop. So it's pretty, yeah, it's like. These people who are sick but they don't want to admit they are sick, so all they do is go to the store and buy painkillers and stuff. Mm. So that person, you can try as much as you want, but in their head, they are the not problem, sick. The problem comes in when 
trying to use your willpower against the thing your body and your mind is already destroyed. Yeah. And you you try to like suppress the addiction of willpower. It's gonna work until it stops working. Yeah. And that's and why you know this just, way it usually finds a way to to just get off you know, like you Yeah, know, you try you that let's say you think that like for my, my example, let's say you drink when you are stressed, so you decide I won't be drinking when I'm stressed. Well, if the brain knows that it's going to twist it, so, like so now you're you not gonna drink when you're stressed. If you are happy, you can drink, right? right? So that's so what they say to the happy mood. Yeah, it will be helping you out for no reason, just feel good. Now, if you're so happy, well, you know what? I can get a drink. Now, look. Now the brain now associates you know being happy to drinking. Yeah. Now it's gonna be making you feel like okay, I'm happy. Let me go. Let me go drink because I'm happy. I'm not stressed. Wow. And the same thing with those who are stressed. Yeah. Oh, you're stressing me. So someone wake up. Oh, I'm stressed. I need to get a drink. Wow. It's amazing. Do you know? I never knew this. Yeah, alcohol is just, I think, once anything that chemically alters or changes the brain. your brain, never play with that thing, it's very powerful. Um, so, so tell us the story of how, because I know the story, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, whoever is listening doesn't know. So, tell us how, you know, like, where, at what point of the transformation, because you've already told us, like, um, you had the, the relapses, right? I saw that so many times. Yeah. Relapse. Like, okay, you know, um, I can do this again now. What you didn't know, you are like suppressing. Remember, we had those kind of conversations. Yeah. The, the message I was trying to tell you back then, you know, like suppressing the willing. It's really like, suppressing. Yeah, yeah, suppressing the, the addiction, the willing, your, your, your willingness. Just gonna explode eventually, and you know, we saw that. Yeah, but what, what, at what point now, like, uh, was there the real, the real transformation? So, I, I think my, my transformation kind of, I, I call it a God interference because it was just a normal day like the other. I think we were coming from elections or something, and it was during the election time. So yeah, it was from, uh, I guess, uh, we had come from election, so... It was that week where the counting was being done. Yeah. So I don't know, for some reason I felt excited and I hate politics. So see how the brain works does... It had to get done, right? Yeah. So I was excited, I thought, I mean, I can't work today, so I went, I actually came in to work early. Finished. I, I was done with the job early, so I decided to go have a few drinks. And this, I think, it's 10, 10 a.m. in the morning. Now that's when you realize now there's a problem. No, I, I was actually quite happy. Uh, I didn't see a problem. Yeah. I was like, this is fun. So I like I started drinking at 10 a.m. I drank the whole day, and I guess that day. Made up, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. And I was totally drunk, like 
autopilot my head I don't know why I can't remember issue you know I remember that day meeting you it was in the afternoon around three three in the afternoon and I was totally totally Yeah, so I don't know, for some reason that day I decided, you know what, I'm going to work home. Don't you realize that, you know, like, Toledo had started the alcoholism, like, such a big and interfering in your work now. Yeah. Because you're like, okay, I need, need to finish this first, so that I can get, get a drink or two. Yeah. So, and that's the thing, I, I never fault uh, people who are struggling with this because it's very hard to realize it at the moment. Yeah, and usually people when they realize it, it's way pretty too late. Yeah, way too late. They usually either already messed it up or are in the way of uh, in the verge of getting fired or something. Uh-huh. So I decided to go home. Then I got mad, and as usual, you know how alcohol just impairs your brain. I decided to not fight back, and I got cut really bad in my right hand and my throat. And that, 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 that was... Yeah, it was scary. And here's the funny part. I was still drunk even after I was cut, so... Yeah, you were. It hadn't actually quite hit me yet. So, that night I was still bleed, so... Uh, I, I thought, you know what, tomorrow oh. I'll get up. I mean, these are bruised, I'll just go. I just go and just take a drink or two and I could just continue. And the problem was, you know, like you hadn't had like proper food during the day. Yeah. You are drinking throughout the day and you are not like eating. Yeah, so I was actually even, my body was actually weak. It was weak because I remember like there was a point you passed out in my hands and I was super, super scared that, man, like it was scary. Yeah, so, uh, so after, I guess, uh, after I, uh, the following morning, so that's when I went to, I guess I went to hospital and get stitched up. So now after that, that's, no, that, that was day two, right? Yeah. So that night, actually didn't get any sleep at all. I was now thinking of, whoa, I just survived death. Like I could have died. This was day two now after I was like sobered up and everything. So my neck was still hurting. I mean, I couldn't sleep because every time, yeah, it was painful. Plus, every time I'd turn, all I could think of about was if an artery gets ripped out or ripped up when I'm asleep, I couldn't bleed to death. So the whole night I was up just praying to God and Help me just sleep on one position so that I don't no more than I don't move or cause any other any more complications. Wow. Plus I was coughing. You remember that I was coughing? Yeah, I do. So I, I thought like maybe the guy got uh, cut my windpipe for something, so it could actually have more consequ- worse consequences. Wow. So that day I I stayed up the whole night following morning just and that's when I decided you know what I have a problem so I, I, I don't remember I think it was a prayer I said or something I just said you know what everything I've known from my whole life from 
the minute I was born until now, is everything is wrong. So I told God, just teach me something new. And I guess, you remember there was some time I was asking you for a book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I decided to go look for one in a town called Tiamugila. Yeah, a town. So on my way, that's when I, I, I guess I felt some spiritual presence. A presence I've never... I'm sorry, sorry, sorry about that. I am again reminding you that it was... So, uh-huh. Yeah, a presence I've never felt before. And that's when I felt this backing voice telling me, you don't have to fight this thing alone, I'm with you. So from then on, that's why even today I'm not afraid to go to a club. I'm not afraid to tell someone that I don't drink or I hate drinking. And that's the thing, for anyone who is, if you are trying to avoid clubs or your friends who drink, or trying, trust me, that never works. Well, you still, it means still you are yet to Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Because, because I remember when you were starting out first, man, like, the moment you had that transformation, that was it, like, so much change, man, like, yeah, you did so much in a very short period of time. Than you did like for years. Yeah, actually, even today, I look back at it and I think, what what the hell had had I been doing all those years? The years are. And the funny thing is, I'm not. I mean, I used to drink, but most of the times, I used to spend money on friends because they are the real drugs. Even at that stand here, I don't think I could have. Like I'll drunk my friends. Those are guys who drink the whole night and the following morning still be good to go. Yeah. But for me if I drink like way too much, I knew like for the next two days I'd be sick. I completely sick. Wow. But man, like the transformation part was was, was amazing man. Like watched you like change and I was like, wow. It's it's amazing man, like how Situation, some situation can really change someone's life. You know? Yeah, and that's, I think it's very difficult for people who believe in things to be taught other things. Because back when I was trying to stop drinking, I used to believe, you know what, I can do it. I don't need, what, what do I need to read a book for? What, what do I need to listen to friends for? If I can stop for six months, I can stop for a lifetime. That's the thing. When you think you know something, if you if you really want to get help or stop doing something, first of all you need to get one thing straight. Up to where you are, you've been fucking up. So you actually need help from a different source or either spiritual guidance or a friend to tell you. So you actually need guidance. You can't do it alone. Yeah, it's about it's about you actually accepting the fact that you don't know. Yeah. That, that's, so, that's so powerful. And so many people would feel like that's an insult. Yeah. Especially, yeah. And that's that's another problem I, I, I usually encounter. When you have a person who has, I, I'd say, compared to other people, I'm doing fairly, fairly good. So I had more money than, I guess, my friends, so to say. I had more freedom. So now I was thinking, 
why the hell should I be worried if everything is going good? And uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure I don't drink too much. I why should I be worried? Yeah. I remember you telling me that, and I'm like, you know, this. Uh, I always baffled because I understand there's always another step to make. Exactly, and that's the thing. That's the, actually I get your point. There's nothing dangerous like feeling stuck. Yeah, it's yeah, we struggle with that when I want to go back. You you were stuck but you didn't know you were stuck. Yeah. You know that's the point. Like to me to in my head I thought, you know, I'm going to go good man. Like, I remember you telling me that and I was like, What? Don't you think you need to take the next step? Because there's always another step and another and I'm step. I'm really sure I've come up with some game experience. You're okay. <laughs> Yeah, used to tell me like, there's no, nothing like that. Uh, I'm not planning to. Um, I don't know if you remember, but you tell me like I'm not planning to probably have anything fancy and stuff. All that. Why should you like uh, bother yourself that much? Yeah, which was actually bullshit. I mean, let no one like you. Nobody wants to live in I don't know in poverty or just if anyone. If you ask someone, how are you doing? Every day for a whole week, and every day that person tells you I'm fine, I'm fine. They're lying. They are lying. They are totally lying. lying. There is no way every day you are fine. Because even in just like an hour, you can just tell me like you be straight. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Every day is different. No day is going to be like that. Yeah, true. Yeah, so that's that's my story, man. Wow. I mean, I hope someone listening to it can be inspired to, you know, like they should, someone shouldn't wait for something to happen so that they take the, yeah. the, the next step of, you know, like, you know, seeking help and such. I mean, even if something happens, it's usually up to you. If I had decided that, you know what, I mean, someone tried to kill me, so I need to go drink some more. I could have done that, yeah, and probably the worst things could have happened to me. But I decided to, yeah, eventually you have to decide. Yeah. Even after you, 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 you ask God for help, or your friends for help, uh, your, your friends for help, you have to decide for yourself that. It's usually that one decision that once it clicks, that's it. Yeah. And it's just one decision. Yeah. And trust me, once you know, you know. This time now, I am very sure, not like the rest, the, the, the other times when I used to say I'm going for six months, then I'd say, I don't know, man, I don't know, I can do six months, or I can do maybe five. This time around, once you're, you, you this, I don't know how to describe it, that click, you know, once you have the assurance, sure, you know, sure. And you know, like it's the decision that, you know, this is what I'm doing. Even your brain now knows, okay, it's not joking. Yeah. You know, before it knew, okay, it's, new. it's just a joke. It's just a joke, you know, like, come on, you know. But the moment you make this, that decision, once you make it, even your brain just goes like, okay, man, it's not joking, man. Like, it's yeah. damn serious, it's gonna do it. Yeah, and your brain always works for you. Always. Don't let your brain control you. Your brain works for you. Always, man, always. So, that, 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 I love that. I love to listen to this episode. <laughs> for, for real. For real. And, and for all those, for 
all those. So for all those who are in that place where you work, what message do you have? So for anyone feeling stuck, you know, for you to realize that you first of all have to know that you're feeling stuck and this is a tricky part because a lot of people think they are okay or think they are doing fine I mean I am drinking, I have a good job, my wife is still here for those people it's kind of hard to convince them so the best way let me say those who are out there who are completely their back is against the wall they feel like this is it. I can't. I have lost all hope in life, and I don't know what to do next. That is usually the first step to curing alcoholism. You first have to admit this is my breaking point. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. I need to find a way, and I've tried by myself, so I can't. I need to get help. And that's the first. And step. you know, like admitting, I, I don't know. Yeah. And you have to admit you don't know. It's your life and you don't know. You fucked up, so you don't know what you are doing. So you need help. Uh, the problem usually comes in how, how most people wouldn't convince, wouldn't be convinced or they'll feel insulted. You know, like... Yeah, alcoholics like, have a lot of pride. Like any other addiction, actually. Like, yeah. you feel insulted when you're told, like, you don't really know. Yeah. It's like... So I actually really have no things like that. Wow, this 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 is inspiring. So they should. Yeah, first of all, you should accept that you've reached your breaking point and you need something new in your life. And second of all, once you've decided that, just uh, I don't know what there are a lot of religions out there. I mean. Uh, I guess people believe in Buddha, some people believe in Allah, God, Jesus. I, yeah. yeah. I need you to go just looking deep inside you, just ask for help. There is usually, that's, I, I usually, you remember we used to have these discussions on spirituality, I tell you that once you die, that's it. Now I don't actually believe that. I believe there is some higher, uh, higher level some realm out there that is that we can't see we can't actually see with our physical eyes but it's there trust me if you look inside you and you mean it you just ask for help help will be there that's true yeah and second of all don't uh, that was the second point third of all your friends yes they are the your friends can be your enemies uh, yeah, they can be your friends or enemies. They can be a liability yeah. or they can be an asset in your life. Yeah, so those friends who have always told you that you know you are doing wrong, you are going, those are the friends you actually need. Yeah, you know, for me, I'll always call them bullshit when yeah. I see it. I won't like try and be like, okay, you're my friend, I don't want to hurt you. Know, yeah, those are the yeah. tell you, you know, like, yeah, you're just bullshitting yourself. You need to think about each other. Yeah. So those are the kinds, no matter how hard it is to hear that you're fucking up, you're doing what, those are the kind of friends you need to keep around because those are the friends who will be helping you because 
Alcoholism once it has overpowered you, there is no way you are going to come back up again unless you, are, you have your hands held by God and friends and people who actually care about you. Yeah, prayer love. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to talk about religion, you know. Yeah. Like, That's why I have said, look still inside you and ask for help and help will be there. There's always help within each and every one of us. Yeah. And people need to realize that you, you can contact that power. Yeah. Just go within yourself and ask yourself, you know, the way out. You, you get the answers there. So, wow, that, that was inspiring. Yeah. That, that was informative to all, to all those people, you know, who are suffering, you know, in the ruthless hands of well, they talk about other drug addictions in the Actually, I usually have this thing. Uh, I think it came with me conquering this addiction, but in future, I don't think there are many. Not a rehab. I wanted to start some some alcoholic anonymous type thing because I don't think those are popular in Kenya or just Africans. Yeah, I think we've embraced alcohol way too much that. And see what it does. Yeah, it's ending lives, destroying lives. People like it's like um, the clubs are thriving because of that. You can see that the party life every day. And yeah, actually, in Kenya, if you start a club, you're probably going to make a fortune. True, true. But the expense of some people who really are not in control of their lives. Yeah, but you know. There's always, there's always hope, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. If you feel, if you really feel like you are so down and, and it's draining you, just, hey, just seek someone to talk to. And if you feel like the people around you ain't, uh, ain't, ain't of good help because sometimes you really won't be comfortable talking to the people you know about whatever you're going through. Yeah. Seek someone else. You can even talk to Kevin. Um, Kevin would be glad to help you. Too. Yeah. Like, he, he's I mean, been there. through it. Yeah. He, he understands the pain. He understands the struggle. And so, just reach out to Kevin. We have um. We we will have uh, our socials up. You can DM us and all that. As well as you can go ahead and send us a message he'll he'll definitely get in touch with you and help you see where it can help you through you know it's it's all about helping each other yeah like I said you can't do it alone you need friends not the the kind of friends who just tell you what you want to hear the real friends who care about you and will tell you when you are doing things wrong and will genuinely help you out. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to find those kind of people. Yeah, and they are very there. That's why in a group of 10 people, the person you can actually say that these are two friends are actually one or two people. The rest are just people you just meet, socialize with, talk about stuff. People you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, find, find those kind of friends, man. We can just tell you what, as, as things are, you know, try to sugarcoat things just because we're friends. Yeah. Wow.
Yeah, yeah. 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 I need to get this message out there because there are so many people out here suffering from the same very thing and they really don't know what they're suffering from. And there's not there's nothing so bad that uh, like um going through something that you are not aware of. Yeah. You know, you're not aware that you know you are you are drunk, you're not aware that you you have this kind of addiction, porn, drugs and you know, all those kind of Need to get the moment you get the awareness that okay, yeah, I'm having this kind of problem, it's usually a big step, yeah. And I'm getting to admit that it's quite a hard pill to, to swallow, yeah. For people to admit that this thing is too much for me, I need to, it's, it's very, very hard. And people need to find the courage, you don't need to be. Courage, courage it doesn't sound like a good word, but you know, you need to find that courage. Yeah, so this saying, I think you've heard of it too. Courage isn't the absence of fear, it's the, I guess, pushing through or acting despite fear. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, courage is not like the same confidence, you know, like, no, no, no. Courage is ugly. Yeah. You know, courage is ugly, but you need it. Just act in a way. Act. Yes, you're fearful. Just act anyway. Yeah. You know. So just swallow that hard pill. Admit, you know, that okay, you know what? I've been struggling with this. I need to, to find someone to talk to about it. You know, and that's when help. You'll always find help, man. The moment you need help, it will always gravitate to you. The right resources, the right people. The right messages, the right probably even like nowadays the social media you can scroll to some uh, whatever the posts, yeah. you know, and just it's there, it pops up. So the moment you just accept that you need help, help is gonna find you as well, you know. So yeah, thank you, thank you so much for for, for spending time with us. You know, it's been a long, long episode, but needed to talk. About actually helped me a lot too. also to reflect on where I've been and talking about it as well. Yeah, in my journey and hoping that it will inspire someone out there who's going through or has been through. It will, for sure. Yeah, it will, man. Because I see so many people going through this and the worst part is they don't know they're going through it. Yeah. Hopefully this episode will help them reflect back and realize, you know, <sighs> And this, this needs, you know, like needs help, you know, like you need help and needs yeah. to be taken care of. So, wow, wow, wow. I guess that's where we wrap it up. Yeah, man, I can't believe that we've been talking for an hour and I know, I know. Time goes by so fast, so fast, man. Well, thank you so much for being part of uh, the conversation. Send us a message via. Uh, if you're using Spotify, just this, this anchor, um, anchor link that's there where you can send a message, send us a message there. And uh, yeah, if you have anything in, in future, okay, any suggestions, if you 
think you can you can adapt to what we uh, we say, or maybe there's something we never mentioned. Just hey, don't hesitate. Just send us a DM. We love our socials on, so watch out. Yeah, and uh, watch out on the next one. Hey, how's how was your post, Kish? And I'm saying goodbye. Love. Yeah. So take care. Have a great weekend. And I guess have fun watching the World Cup. Yeah, we'll talk more about football. Yes, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for the next one. Yeah, thank you.